0: And welcome to That's Embarrassing, where we take a look at your most embarrassing stories and see what we can learn from them. I'm Louise Cookie.
1: I'm Joe Forrester.
0: And you can find us on Twitter at embarrassingPC. We are at embarrassingpod on Insta, and that's embarrassingpod at gmail.com. Do you want to tell everyone about our very special? patron as well
1: yeah if you want to sign up to the patreon it's patreon.com forward slash that's embarrassing right essentially what it is is for as little as three pound a month you can support the podcast why are we asking you to do this because essentially it gives us time and basically money resources that's the best way to put it resources, resources to spend on equipment and studio time yeah. and paying a lovely editor dom and all that sort of stuff to make the pod better and what do you get out of it I hear you ask well I'm about to tell you what you you get is you you get at least one exclusive episode every week when we get to the stage of doing live shows and stuff like that you'll get to be the first people who are involved first people to know about it
0: you might even get some special tickets
1: (laughs) you might get to meet me and Joe that's exciting Um, Yeah, that's... We'd probably have to pay people to do that. Yeah, get to meet me and Louise. What a treat. Um, Yeah, patreon.com forward slash that's embarrassing. Louise, what are we talking about today?
0: We're talking about embarrassing things that have happened at the doctor's surgery.
1: There has been a plethora of replies for this. Honestly, the amount of weird stuff that has happened to people at the doctors is just extraordinary. Do you mind if I start? I'll go for it. So Jenny, who's one of our repeat offenders. Yes,
0: Jenny, you're my favourite so far, Jenny, by far.
1: So if you want access to the Repeat Offenders Club, all you need to do is just keep sending mental shit into the podcast and you'll be classified as a repeat offender. She says, we were out for my mate's birthday about seven years ago and her drink was spiked and she lost her mind. An ambulance came and they were running some tests. They said, Can you raise your eyebrows? She said, Yeah, and then lifted her eyebrows up with her hands. She then slapped (laughs) the nurse's ass. (laughs) Oh, that's very, very good. Oh
0: my god, that's brilliant. Was she okay? I guess she was yeah, she was fine.
1: Have you ever had like you know when you come round after an operation or something Mm -hmm. and you act a bit weird? I say weird stuff, and I think the last time I had a knee operation when I came out of theatre and like when I was coming round, I started like trying it on with the nurse.
0: Brilliant.
1: But in like a really blundering, awkward, I was like, oh, attractive. Perhaps you and I, once I'm back on my feet. Why are you is... a
0: really <sighs> posh, middle aged man?
1: Uh, I, I have my knee replaced. But I tell you when everything, everything works, fit as a fiddle.
0: So I think I've mentioned this before. I have real issues with any needle. It used to mm. only be blood. Now it's, it's anything. And I got a shard of glass on the pupil of my eye. Like oh a my tiny, God. Yeah. And it was like a week past and I was like, I really should go and see someone. Rang the doctors. They were like, yeah, go to the eye hospital.
1: <laughs> yeah. When you've got glass in your eye, leave it a week. Well, <laughs> I anything. didn't, I
0: didn't know. Like, it's just, Did I mean, it hurt? yeah, it felt like a little sharp pain, but I didn't know oh. what it was. I thought it was just a hair or. Anyway, went to the eye doctors and they were like, okay, that's fine. So we need to essentially <laughs> scrape it off your pupil. But the problem is, you're going to see the needle coming because we have to have oh. your eye open. Oh, that's so awful. I So they came towards me. I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Completely passed out on the floor. Um, just woke up to like these... They obviously, like, hit an alarm. So there was an alarm going and there was four or five doctors in the room. I was like, okay, I'm fine. I was like, no, no, it's okay, do it again. I now know what's going to happen. When it did it again, passed out. Second time, I was like, jeez. The third time it happened, they went, okay, if you've got someone you can ring. Because we have to do this. So we ended up having to get my boyfriend to leave work to come to the eye doctors to hold my hand. But can they not part, knock you out?
1: Why? Because that is like they must have to sedate people sometimes. Yeah.
0: I, I think that was probably the next the next thing.
1: Louise, that's so bad. Yeah,
0: I also that's passed terrific. out once on my mate Millie because I was having my bloods taken, and the nurse was a like, right bitch. She was like, "You'll be fine, you'll be fine," like, and I was like, "I'm not. I, I just always faint." Did it? Was like, "Okay, oh, I'm fine." Completely blacked out, passed out. I woke up with Millie stroking my hair oh that's a good friend so i've got
1: this one in from anonymous on the theme of fainting says i fainted during a blood test and came round with a massive urge with a massive urge to do a poo so had to run straight to the toilet before resuming my consultation good times that must be something to do with the muscles relaxing Relaxing. when you faint yeah Yeah.
0: the good thing from that story is the fact that he didn't do it on the floor do
1: you know what anytime you don't shit on the floor that's a a win it's
0: a good thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got an absolutely brilliant story here. And this is something that it doesn't happen in this country. And I assume it doesn't happen in, oh, I don't care, in Belgium. It's, it's a story from a boyfriend um, who, but, by the way, but, I've spoken about far too much in the last two episodes. So He c- needs to stop doing embarrassing things then. So basically, when you were a little boy in Belgium, back in the day, no, when, he were, when you were, so like... People who were, when one was, Um, (laughs) you go see (laughs) the the nurse at school and when they had to have a little look at, you know, your little thing. If you got too excited, they to hit it with a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. Did he get an erection? I don't think he did, but
0: I think other people had.
1: Because I don't think I would get a boner in that situation. I've spoken about this before and having your penis examined in a medical scenario is the time when your willy is impressive. But when it's you're like a twelve-year-old
0: boy and the nurse is remotely attractive and she's touching your penis for the first time, is that not something that you could potentially be like, oh, this is
1: I don't know, because you need to be relaxed to get an erection generally. I mean, in my yeah, I suppose if she's like if it's like a porn film and she's like busty exactly. and cleavage popping out and wherever, she's so, oh, hello. Then I mean that's that's different. Well, I've got okay. another one from Anonymous, actually. who who says, I was having my knob examined and then didn't pull my trousers back up when the doctor started explaining what the problem was. And he he said, popping away now, fella.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I've got a story here actually from, again, Anonymous, who had an issue down below, went into the doctor's office and before... He'd even started telling them what the problem was. Just took his trousers down. And the doctor was like, oh, "Hold, hold on a second, let's."
1: I mean, that's that's quite sort of forward, but I think you get to the stage. So my mate had an achy ball yeah. for quite a long time.
0: Nothing worse, and he than didn't an know A-K-Ball. what
1: the achy ball problem was. <laughs> well, he t- could you remember when I had an achy ball? Actually, yes,
0: I do. Actually,
1: yeah. So I had achy ball syndrome. He was telling me that he used to go to the doctors and they would like turn their back to close the door, and by the time they turn round, he would just have it all like you just get way past the point of caring.
0: Yeah. I suppose you've seen everything, right? Hi, I'm Louise, and I'm Joe. And we present That's Embarrassing, the podcast where you send us your embarrassing stories and we read them out to see if we can all learn something from our horrific mistakes.
1: And in 2021, the podcast is going big. Not only are we going to be releasing one episode a week, but we're also launching a Patreon.
0: Where you can support and sponsor the show for as little as £3 a month to help us spend a bit of cash on the pod for stuff like equipment, crystal meth, Studio space
1: Sex workers
0: Editing And a tiny little butler kidnapped
1: from his homeland to come and live in my flat and feed me pop chips
0: Plus our Patreons will get a whole load of exclusive content including an entire additional episode every week
1: And the odd tasteful nude snap
0: You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash that's embarrassing Thanks Thanks for for your your support
1: support. Rich says A doctor put his finger up my bum to check for piles
0: (laughs) Can I mean, you just, need to just stick your finger up there? To the do point.
1: That? What else are you going to do? I
0: don't know. To be fair, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical uh, expert, so going for it. I've got a story in, again, from Anonymous. I do have quite a few Anonymouses. The doctor, what is the nurse actually, once commented on how much hair she had down below.
1: Oh, as in too much?
0: No, too little, and told her that shaving it off or waxing it was not attractive to a man and she should stop.
1: Right. Can I just say. For any women listening, do not listen to that crazy hippie who thinks that a 70s bush is the way to go. Because let me tell you, get it all off.
0: OK, okay. first that- off, do whatever you like, because, you know, it's 2021 and don't listen to Joe. But also, how inappropriate. You know, in yeah. you're really nervous and you get someone commenting on what you've chosen to do with your privates. So I'm going
1: to call oh, it. I hate the term <laughs> "privates." That's such like a nan term. You're right because I know you had a rash on your privates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh, that's awful. Right. So Neha has been in touch. Right. So is she... in as in Neha. Yeah. Oh, hi
0: Neha! I'm so excited.
1: And she says, an old Indian man, the same age as my dad, checked my breasts while telling me. His daughter is also called Neha and he was still feeling my boobs. I suppose because what doctors do is for them it's normal and they try and make it as normal for you as possible. So he's got boobs in his hand, but he, lucky thing, sees hundreds of pairs of boobs every week, doesn't he? Best job ever. So for him, he's just going, oh, yeah, my daughter's called Neha as well. But I suppose they probably lose the line of where you're going to be comfortable or not.
0: Yeah. And it's also weird thinking about your daughter while you're holding someone else's boobs.
1: I suppose, but he's not holding them in a sexual sense, it's just no, a body no. part to it's him. Just, and
0: actually, it's, it's not like he'd be resting in his hand, he'd be doing the checks.
1: Yeah, oh, we has got a smashing pair of cans. By the way, my daughter's... <laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't do I that. have to
0: say, going to get your boobs checked, I've been a couple Sexy. of times... No, it is. Oh. It's horrendous. It's just so embarrassing. You just have to sit there with your top off and just... Wait, I'd much prefer a female doctor, I'll be honest.
1: I don't know, I hate... Like, either way, getting the little corporate out, getting the little corporal out is <laughs> the little corporate. <laughs> <It's not> a, <laughs> he's a little, he's a tiny little businessman with a little suit and jacket and some glass. Anyway, right, the, getting the little corporal out is always awful. I think I would prefer a male doctor.
0: Yeah, I'm all up for whoever doing whatever, but it's just...
1: Yeah. No, that's not an. it. That's not, it's not, this is not a, like a woke issue about equality. You go with whoever you're most comfortable <laughs> touching your genitals. Uh, like that, I think you have, even in 2021, in the era of cancel culture, you have that choice.
0: <laughs> I just needed to double check. I've got a good story here which has nothing to do with eugenitals. Um, this is from James. It was in the doctor's office and started just chatting to someone who was sitting next to him. Um, and he said, a cough caught me off guard and I ended up like coughing phlegm all over this person's face.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is disgusting.
0: Oh, that's, you know those coughs that just, they happen and you don't realise. You're maybe that close to someone and a bit of phlegm just goes...
1: Oh, my God. That is so disgusting. That is absolutely... Vi- I mean, that's... Because if someone did that and their phlegm hit me in the face, I think I'd throw up. Would you? Yeah. I would. I really don't like bodily discharge. Never thought you'd hear me say that. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> so again, I got a message from Anonymous talking about the stuff that happens during birth and about oh. kind of losing dignity. But then, then they said as well, which I think it, this I didn't know and I think it's really amusing, said a midwife told her that sometimes women get really confused during birth with the mm-hmm. pain... And orgasm. Once, one started furiously masturbating. Can I just tell you? What I really like there is the adjective furiously. Furiously. It's really going at it like,
0: oh, got to get this (laughs) done. My friend Olivia was in labour for like 48 hours. And it reached a point where it had gone past the point that she could have pain relief. So she gave birth to her baby... With no pain relief. she hate the baby now? No, she loves him and he's really Resents cute. Resents him a bit, though. No, he's cutie.
1: Can I just say, and I never thought I would say this in any form of broadcast, if you have given birth and got confused and did start masturbating or orgasming, please get in touch, because I'm fascinated by that. I think that's just extraordinary. Yeah. No. <laughs> What do you want me to say Do you know what? There's no way you can go with that. Should we leave it there? Uh Uh-huh. So um, that's all for this week. If you want to get in touch, it's Embarrassing PC on Twitter, Embarrassing Pod on Instagram. That's embarrassing. You don't
0: have to just get in touch with us about that. Like anything. anything, Any embarrassing stories. Any embarrassing
1: stories. That's EmbarrassingPod at gmail.com. And if they want to sign up for the Patreon, how do they do it, Louise?
0: Yes, please do. Um, You just sign up to patreon.com forward slash that's embarrassing. And you can sponsor us three, five or ten pounds a month and you'll get... Extra content, gold like this. Maybe we'll have some more um, stories about people and what they get up to in the delivery room. Lovely, (laughs) so
1: professional. Right, see ya.
0: Bye. Hi, I'm Louise. And I'm Jo. And we present That's Embarrassing, the podcast where you send us your embarrassing stories and we read them out to see if we can all learn something from our horrific mistakes.
1: And in 2021, the podcast is going big. Not only are we going to be releasing one episode a week, but we're also launching a Patreon.
0: Where you can support and sponsor the show for as little as £3 a month to help us spend a bit of cash on the pod for stuff like equipment. Crystal meth. Studio space.
1: Sex workers.
0: Editing. And a tiny little
1: butler kidnapped from his homeland to come and live in my flat and feed me pop chips.
0: Plus, our Patreons will get a whole load of exclusive content, including an entire additional episode every week.
1: And the odd tasteful nude snap.
0: You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash that's embarrassing. Thanks Thanks for your support.